Hi, I'm Marilyn and welcome to my Lead Your Day show. Casual chats, interviews with inspiring people and lots of teaching with an inside out approach to not just building your own business, but being the leader your world is absolutely a craving to follow. In a nutshell, I teach entrepreneurs to lead and that starts with leading your day. Hey, real quick, before I jump in to the episode today, I just wanted to let you know that, yay, Lead Your World Entrepreneurs is open. It is the group coaching uh, membership that, like no other. So if you really want a safe place to explore this whole um, great reset in the way that we work, that it's uh, sympathetic to our nervous systems, and uh, that you, look, you have a desire to put your wow into the world in a whole new way, but, you know, fear raises its head, and but you want a different way of managing that fear. And you're sick of the hustle, you're sick of the uh, push and the shove and the survival and the, and the you know, the, the whole conquering sort of, uh, you know, boss babe sort of mentality. And you want to come somewhere where you feel like you're home. I'd highly recommend that you, well, check us out. Uh, it's a great, great place to nurture your dream and grow your dream and to scale that business of yours. So... We're open now. Uh, we are jumping into a new subject next uh, month in, in September called Lead Your Mind. So if you'd like to be a part of that, uh, do sign up now, like now, before the end of August. And also, if you go to the information page, you'll see an amazing, crazy, crazy, crazy bonus. So if you jump on, I'm not going to give it away now, but you have to go and see it. So if you go to marilyn.com slash join L. YW, which is Join Lead Your World, short for Lead Your World, all lowercase, Join LYW. And I hope to see you in the membership. On the show today, I'm talking with one of my Lead Your World members, students, I never know what to call you, friends, family, uh, Stacey. Now, oh my gosh, she is a one inspiring, inspiring lady. I thoroughly enjoyed this interview. We could have talked for hours. I think you'll find you'll, you feel like she's your best friend after a few minutes. Enjoy this interview and uh, please be inspired even more to lead your day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Lead Your Day Live. If you are watching on my page or you're watching on my uh, free Facebook group, the Lead Your Day community, welcome. Uh, we've lost Stacey. We've lost our guest. Oh, I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> uh, we do these every every week, actually. Uh, I usually have someone that's just absolutely fascinating. Usually, they're always from my Lead Your World Academy. So today I have the lovely Stacey. Hi, Stacey. Hi, Marilyn. Thank you so much. And for what me. I love about this is she's a fellow Sydneyite. We are both from the same city, which is very rare because normally I have more people from overseas than I do in Australia who are um, 
who are in my world. So it's really nice to have Stacey. Now, I was really excited to bring uh, Stacey on because she is one of those serial entrepreneurs. She's been hugely successful in the past, but offline. And when she she was just telling me before the call, and uh, she was saying in February, she decided she's going to start a coaching business. And then all the COVID thing happened. The world just locked down. So tell us about that, Stacey. What did you used to do and what has the change meant for you? Wonderful. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Marilyn. Well, um, I went to uni after I finished high school, did an economics degree, and then uh, went on a really cool graduate program with um, a Commonwealth Bank, which was awesome. And I was there for a year and a half and I thought, this is great. However, what else is there? So I was always a very curious human and I thought, oh, I don't know if I can be stuck in this building, you know, doing Groundhog Day every day. So I quit. I had a really big mortgage at the time. I quit and I said, well, I'm going to start a business. And I started an events business um, with my husband. So we were like 22 and we thought, oh, my gosh, (laughs) let's give this a go. So We did with very limited um, business experience. So a lot of trial and error, a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of crazy days, crazy nights. And we were in that business for 13 years. Wow. Yeah. And it was pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing when the stats are within five years, 66% fail. So, yeah, it is. It is. And at that time, this was like close to, actually, it was. Um, close to 20 years ago, um, females, young females starting businesses was actually not a common thing. Like it was not something that was um, encouraged. It was not something that um, was, you know, really uh, conducive to then starting a family or, you know, having a, a healthy marriage when you're working together. So in the mix of it, we had two beautiful children um who were literally shipped between daycare grandparents and nannies so it was like you know this this whirlwind um the business itself was really successful financially um it was great my my husband and I were a really good team together as well uh and then there came a point and I just went I can't do this anymore like I threw my hands up and I thought this reached all the goals we want I can't do this anymore so sold the business which in itself was a massive um massive task and became a stay-at-home mum. So the past seven years, something I'd never done before, so another very foreign world for me, I thought, wow, this is this is great, or is it? So it was kind of like all I wanted to do when I was working my own business is make enough money to have the time off. And I got that. And then I was like, oh, you know, a few mm. months back, I was like, okay, kids at a 15 and 10, they really don't need me physically as much as what they used to. You know, I need to occupy myself with something. And um, I'd always loved supporting people, um, in particularly women, just in general. Uh, and I thought, well, is there a business in that? And I don't even know about coaching. So for me, that was just helping people out. And then I did a bit of investigation. I thought, wow, 
there could be a it's space thing. for me. Yeah. This is yeah. a thing. Like, what is this? I've been doing this forever, but is this a thing? Like, can I can I actually get value payment out of this? So did a bit of exploring, um, did a diploma in life coaching, which was great, gave me lots of ideas and, and opportunities. And at the beginning of the year, I was telling my husband, oh, this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm doing. And, and he just looked at me and he goes, I'm not supporting you. Like, I'll support you to do it, but I'm not going to be that person every day who's asked you if you've done this, been the, you know, the logical side of your ideas. And I went, oh. And I sat with that for a few days and I was really uncomfortable. I thought, hmm. okay, solopreneur, like this is this is going to be tricky. So I actually looked at it and I thought, okay, this is a bit of a challenge. How do I turn it into an opportunity? And that's when I started looking online and I said, well, who's out there to help me? And what did you find? I found, wow, I found a lot of things that literally made me gag because there was all this hard hustle, um, a very kind of um, fear-based approach to if you don't do this course, if you don't sign up to this program, you will fail. And I was like, oh, I don't know if that's actually accurate for me because I've been really successful. I've run seven-figure businesses, you know, for a really long time. Why would I fail if I didn't have you? So I looked at what do I really need as a, as a working mother, you know, in this, in this environment. Once COVID hit, and I, I, I then saw you, Marilyn, pop up in a little ad, and I thought, oh, what's this? You know, like being a curious beast, I'm like, oh, what's this? And I jumped on board for one of your um, uh, Inside Out workshops, which was part of the Productivity Cure, if I'm correct. And I just sat there for an hour and I went, oh, someone who's actually thinking not just business mindset, because I've got that, but how being, you know, working by yourself, for yourself, how that actually affects you emotionally and and that was really cool. So that that was what I needed and I found it, which was really cool. Oh, so, now this is not an advertisement for me. No, not at all. <laughs> I didn't know she was going to say all this. No, um, which, is, know. which is interesting yeah. and it. Look, I love this discussion because I feel, you know, I'm on this, you know, we are, it's productivity week this week, which I say with a, with tongue in cheek because I actually hate that word. Uh, but it's it's the productivity cure retreat coming up on the weekend. So it was first very good timing that you're on. This was scheduled anyway. And cool. it's, um, you know, it, I think that's the thing. We're, we're having a great reset. The planet is saying, we don't like the way you're going. Human beings like, and, and yes, on an individual scale, it's tragic. But on, on a macro scale, I think it's what we need. The world has been run by a lot of masculine energy without the balance. And we're not anti-men, we love men. But it's um, it's just that imbalance. And, you, and as you said, it's a lot, it, they use fear as a tactic to sell. And that's that fight response that's out, it's selling out of a sympathetic nervous system that is you know you've got to have this or it'll run out you've got to have this or it'll you know you you fail is yeah, actually we don't want to be doing. sold you to that way yeah yeah it's well, it I, actually I, 
awful. Like, I, exactly, yeah. I felt physically sick and that's yeah. really rare for me. And I was yeah. like, why is this yeah. advertising affecting me so much? Yeah. So, yeah, that's something even in, in the way I coach women now, I don't coach from a place of fear. I coach from a place of opportunity. Mm-hmm. And if there's fear in there, yeah, it will crop up, but not mm-hmm. not as the core focus of let's fix you for better what of a term. So, yeah. yeah, it's really it's really lovely that I think and especially um, for me, being really high energy, I remember the first thing I thought of, I thought, oh, I need someone who's even more high energy than me to... <laughs> Do you remember when I said your name? I'm like, oh, I'd love to be matched up in an accountability pod, but I always give a lot. I need... I need this to be, you know, a reciprocal. And you match me up with Antoinette, which is just perfect. So we were just like, oh, and it's, you know, it's been our own little hub on the side, which has been just awesome for me. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I love this conversation. And I must say it's where, look, Productivity Q was written nearly four years ago and it's, and it's, Honestly, it's stuff that I've been teaching for a decade. But you know what I've had the revelation recently is most of the time management, productivity, uh, all this training that we read and we go, yes, I'm going to do it, doesn't really work long term. It is not good for the nervous system. And I tell you why. It was written by um, gurus, like self-development gurus, personal development gurus who are mainly men, so masculine energy. It also comes from a fight, fight, flight, conquer energy, which is not the female energy. And it was also written by white middle class, sorry, I don't normally talk like this, but white middle class <laughs> management in corporate. Yep. So how on earth is it going to suit the solopreneur woman who's working from home, building a business online, juggling kids, juggling family, juggling, like seriously? I agree, and 100%. So, and I can say yeah. that because I've got a roast. Like, yeah, I don't know if you can even say I've got a roast in the oven at the moment. So I'm literally roasting. I'm <laughs> I'm streaming. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's that's how it is. Like, it's actually, that's the reality of it. And it's, I think, looking at what we need as opposed to what we think we want because, yeah. you know, all the glitters isn't gold. Yeah. So that's that's something that that has come through a lot, I think, in the past past few months as well, both for my clients and in in uh, Lead Your World Academy. So it's yeah, it's it's the feeling um, that you can't you can't almost deny. Um, yeah, it's true. Yeah. And like, so I, you know, with the productivity cure, I'm finding it's it's evolving, and so I'm really excited to run this as a mini retreat. It's not going to take all weekend; it's just two half days. But it's a mini retreat, and I think this is a great place to really be saturated in nurturing energy and to come out of it thinking about our time differently, but also get things done. Like we want to get things done and get really focused and motivated. And I know we need that because we're so isolated at the moment. So look, this is a plug. Uh, I'll, you know, I will, I'm like, I'm not ashamed to say be at that retreat because it's going to be phenomenal. And it is a bit experimental. Um, You know, I know this stuff inside out, but I want to do this differently. That is, that is for our nervous systems and for, and for women and, 
I'm I'm a I'm a you know you said I'm a I am a type A I'm a I'm a a go getter <laughs> and so I'm exploring new territory. But I'm what I'm realizing now is I don't want to hustle. I don't want to overwork. I don't want to work. Look. I don't know about you, but I'm sick of the hustle hashtag, the boss babe hashtag, um, hashtag, all those things that sound like great quotes, but they're really empty. Because do you know what? Most of us women know how to work hard already. So that message is falling on deaf ears. So what do you think about that, Stacey? How has, hmm. how is, what's your relationship with time and how have you changed about how you think about your time? Yeah. My relationship with time used to be, like, I I can't remember a time where I have been patient, you know? So hmm. COVID for me has shown that we cannot control our external environment. Like, that is given. Um, even with my events business, during the GFC, I mean, GFC hit and literally businesses were falling without government support, without any, just collapsing. People were selling their hat, like disastrous. So we have the thing, one of my pet hates is this is un unprecedented times. I think the way that it's a medical emergency, yes, it's unprecedented, but we've gone through these things before. We just haven't, you know, really... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Spanish flu, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we've done this before. And having having um, support available to us online is really important. So I think that that change in the way we're thinking mm -hmm. of where we're going to find that support um, has been really important. And the term hustle and all these things, are, something just came back to me when you mentioned that, Marilyn. I remember I was driving with one of my staff um, back in the day when we used to do insane events, like absolutely insane events. And literally, if you didn't do the event on that day, during that minute, you were gone. Like there was no, you were only as good as your last event. This was the industry. So we had to have our A game on every single minute of every day. And I was driving along from one event to the next and one of my stylists turned me and she goes, Stacey, do you ever break down? And she was really concerned. And I looked at her and I said, I, I didn't even understand what she said, but I thought she was talking about my car. And I go, no, I go, this is a brand new car. I go, why would I break, why would it break down? And I was genuine. And then I kept driving and she looked at me and she goes, no, I mean you. And I went, no, not an option. So I just, you know, kept driving along. But it was that hustle, the drive, the, you know, um, there is no other option mentality. Whereas now I, I think the the pause in our, you know, the way we've been doing things has let us observe how can we do it differently because there is a different way and a more sustainable way. So I think this hard and fast. Mm -hmm. And when I hear things like, you know, um, sign up, to get the hacks to make a six-figure business in six months. I'm like, <laughs> surely, surely, surely this is like comedy. Like where, you know, and, and the thing that some people don't tell you is they've spent, to make the six figures, they've spent almost six figures in advertising just to mm. say that they've made the six figures. Like mm. I think the perception of, you know, reality and and um, mm. and uh, fantasy is a little bit mm. um, shady at the moment, especially in the online space. And that's why, you know, I love what what mm. you bring. It's, mm. it's just 
so needed and it's not about the hustle it's about what's right for for everyone personally at that point in their life because we're all so different yeah yeah Yeah, it's really important and I think we're going away too from this guru-centred, personality-centred approach. And you can see now in social media a lot of them are being pulled down left, right and centre and being called to account. And I think that's right. And I think and if you're building something around you as a personality, I think you're in danger because it can set you. And I've seen people do that where overnight they become sensations on social media and it affects, they appear to have confidence, but it's false confidence. And I don't know, but I can smell it. What do you think about that? I mean, you help women with confidence. Yeah. And I think it's being it's being the type of intuitive leader, which I think is really different to a financial leader or, a, um, you know, a strategy leader. But being an intuitive leader and being female, it's seeing between the lines and, you know, all that glitters isn't gold. You know, that's, I think if we've got that in our minds and usually your instinct, that first instinct you get, which is what I teach my clients as well. So true. Yeah. And that, that yeah. whole concept of listen to not just your mind, not just have the mindset, but listen to what your body's telling you because oh. that's your compass for making a decision. Like, you know, saying, is this the right business decision for me? Or is this the right time to look at that business? Or yeah. You know, yeah. how can I how can I approach this? So being a lot more um, compassionate to ourselves, I think, as opposed to looking at something and thinking, why aren't I like that? Or why haven't I achieved that success? Because, you know, it's sometimes not it's not so always true. Is, and yeah. trust, I love what you said about that, trusting what's in the body because we're not taught that. We're, t- we're basically living from the neck up yep. and our bodies, and it's why we get sick because we don't listen to our bodies. And I think our bodies are having a field day at the moment these last six months because they're saying, finally, you're listening you. to me. And I love that. What's your first gut reaction to someone? And if, if you feel anything, that I mean, there's two reactions. There can be a warning that's true. But there can also be fear out of safety. So you've got to have to, you've got to have the wisdom to discern, am I just afraid to step in and get help? Or is no, there's something about this that doesn't smell right. But listen to that. And I think too, we need more than ever connection because it's so easy to be isolated even if we're online. So it's really important that we stay connected. But please don't ever join a group where you get the feeling that. If you don't stay with them, you'll fail. Like if you're being given that message, and I've learned that recently, um, that, you know, it's if you get that message that if you, you know, you'll fail if you don't stay with me, you've got to sign up, you've got to renew, then um, really think about that because is that someone you really want to want to stay with? So, yeah. And I think, Marilyn, it comes down to intent, for me, like usually you can feel someone's intention of why they're doing something. So that concept of why, why have they chosen to do what they do? Is it because, you know, they want to be seen as financially successful? Is it because they want to be seen as socially successful? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I actually think to be, to have longevity in business, and I can say that because I've had it, a really high level of integrity is required. And that's being true to yourself and doing what you say you're going to do. Like it's actually a really simple concept. 
Mm. But, you know, doing what you say you're going to do and doing it when no one's looking as well because that's the feeling that comes through when, you know, you're working with someone. Mm. Um, And I know even on our group calls that we do, someone, you know, we can all be sharing something and then someone can just feel like they're having an awful day. And then everyone just, you know, and that for me, that's so important that there's no, there's no competition within the space. Everyone is, you know, standing in their own light, being supported when they need. And it's, and it's not, the, the beauty for me is I think it, it doesn't always have to come from you. It's others that come in and, and resonate with, you know, someone who's maybe not having a great day or hasn't achieved what they wanted to. So it's it's the reality of, of business and... Um, and that's, um, the, that's the good mastermind effect, that it shouldn't... Yeah. Like I'm the, I see myself as a facilitator. Yeah. I facilitate relationships within the groups. I facilitate solutions. I facilitate support. But I, it doesn't rely on me. No, and it's pretty that, awesome. That's, you know, that's... I think I love that, you know, and it's like who's got time to do it all anyway? So it's, yeah, and I don't have all the answers. I truly am rethinking the whole way. You know, the other day I was lying in bed and thinking, you know, flip, I'm feeling a pressure about my unfinished to-do list all the time. And here I am, I'm meant to be a productivity guru. But it's, um, you know, it's like, okay, I need to explore that. So. Yeah, this is a great conversation. Who's enjoying this conversation? So if you, you I love these chats. I love these chats. So, um, so, so yes. how are you pivoting your business then? So where are you at? You've been a, yeah. you know, seven-figure uh, CEO of a business um, and you've changed. What, yeah. how has, what's next for you? What's next for me? Well, the past few months I have been really, absorbed by the content in the Lead Your World courses. So I've been doing that, you know, where I can. So that's really helped educate myself. So I've thought, okay, I may not have the time to get on all the calls, which I love, but I've found time to look at things that I need. So what I've done, I'm working with a a handful of women on a one-to-one basis, which is really, I absolutely love, like that's my passion, but I know that I can't be there for everyone all the time. So I need to look at how to um, support women as much as I can, and that's going to be more in an online space. So um, like we spoke about before, that concept of fear um, never has sat well with me because I've been a bit of a a maverick Mm -hmm. and I've kind of just jumped in and done things and seen what will happen. And so I think from what I'm hearing, a lot of women are putting up their hands and saying, I want to do this, or I want to try this, but I'm not confident. I don't have the confidence yet. Mm. And I go, okay, so how can I help women even on a one-to-one basis, um, if not on a one-to-one basis, with their own within their own space to contemplate what confidence is? And I think in a nutshell for me, confidence is looking at a situation or a decision, being a little bit scared because it's a new thing and doing it anyway because you've kind of passed that threshold of fear and you've jumped into courage because it was scary, but you've done it anyway. Mm -hmm. And then through the experience, your mind goes, oh, 
I've got a bit more confidence now. So the next little hurdle, the next little, so seeing the challenge as an opportunity that gives you the confidence. So I've created this little, and it's taken a bit of time because I've had to distill what was in my head, which, you know, I love talking, but but um, being able to put that down in a little um, easy to read document, I've created the Six Steps to Confidence workbook. So it's a, a private kind of workbook for women to, to kind of, observe and reflect in their own time, in their own space, and kind of have a look at where their opportunities are in life as opposed Mm -hmm. to what they're most scared of. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to change the language for people to see that use some of this downtime for yourself, you know, yeah, Yeah. to fill your own cup. We must link that up if anyone wants it. But here's a question for you, Stacey, because I think this is a really... um, big issue especially for women is what do you think comes first bravery or confidence definitely bravery 100 percent. because if you haven't been and I think Brene Brown puts this really well if you're not vulnerable enough to get in the arena Mm -hmm. how are you gonna how are you gonna deal with the commentators after like if you're not the one who is gonna say I'm gonna show up I'm gonna actually and and I'm you guess what being a business owner, you are guaranteed to fail multiple times over and over and over and over again. But it's every time you get out, it's reality. So this is the, you know, and I think this is a bit of a fallacy sometimes that you're not going to fail if you follow this step. But the thing is, with, with the term failure, it just means that you're learning something and then you've got the bravery to do it again because there's going to be lots of opportunities, but you've got to, you know, have that little the little armour on and go, okay, I'm going out and who knows what I might find. So the, like definitely courage and bravery equals the confidence for me. So yeah. chasing confidence is really hard, mm-hmm. but taking a step in bravery yeah. is actually that first step that you asked to and the result is confidence so instead of like exactly. I need to be confident I need to be confident take that step this is really yeah. the dropping in yeah. now I mean and we yeah. know this stuff but it's lovely yeah, to, yeah. oh yeah. my gosh this is the route is be brave so what are you facing right now everyone who's listening what are you facing right now that's challenging or scaring you a little bit and what first step could you take because that's your step of bravery mm-hmm. once you done that you'll be a little bit more confident than you were correct correct fascinating so here's a last question why do you think women lack confidence as much as we do I think we doubt ourselves I think you know our own internal little voice goes what if you know so that negative what if creeps in Mm-hmm. And what I think if we're really conscious of, and that is taking the time in a community with the right support, that then goes, well, how about if we look at what if as an opportunity? What if I do that? Mm-hmm. What may happen? And that's the cool side of the what if. Whereas I hear so many women going, oh, but what if I fail? What if I, what if people say, you know, judge me for doing that step and what's going to happen. So I think the what if, looking at that, and that I think is what stops us from, mm. you know, as women. Yeah. And you work with really smart women. I mean, even yeah. 
you know, ex-CEOs, I find, lack that confidence. But why do you think women face it and not men? And women just don't, men don't have that same issue. what's, What's the root of it? I think... And, and there's another word. I really love words, but there's another word. And I, I think taking um, taking a bit of time to look at what words we're using, I often find myself saying, oh, I just did that or I'm just a mum or oh, I'm just this. So even the term just. But looking at that in there in the first place, do you think? Where did we yeah. learn that from? Yeah, I think, we learn, I think we learn it from... Um, you know, society and sometimes social media, again, that fear. So that that thing, if you don't, this will happen, you know. Um, so that just, it's kind of like this where we're almost encouraged to strive but just not too far, you know, like, just, you know, it's just this and it's like, mm, what if we did stretch a bit further and how much of an impact could we have on ourselves, on our families, and on, you know, the world for that. So what are, what's the opportunity cost of not taking that leap, of not signing up to whatever you, you know, your instincts telling you, oh, this is, you know, this is going to be really good for me. So, yeah, that that's really important to me to look at it in regards to what are we telling ourselves? You know, what what's that little voice that's stopping us from, you know, being who we can be? Um, and it's a bit scary for some people because, you know, it is going to, you know, you are going to have some commentary of oh, this, this person might think this, that person might think that. But, you know, when it sits well with you, trusting that inner confidence and building on that inner confidence through little brave steps, I think, yeah, all we can do. Yeah. Totally. And it's, being aware, being aware of those voices that come in there. And, you know, we will, I'd love to explore this more. We'll run out of time today, but <laughs> I'm, you know, if you hang around with me a lot, you'll hear me talk a lot about, you know, patriarchy and the fact that women are, a lot of this is not our fault. And, you know, I love the book Patriarchy Stress Disorder because it, it does finger point the fact that we, well, we inherit a lot of this from our, you know, and um, from our, from our mums, from our dads, yep. from society, yep. from it's yep. perpetuated in social media. But it's like, you know, a few hundred years ago, women couldn't do all of that. So, no. you know, I just I just want us to know that it is safe for us to be not confident and, yep. and it is safe for us to be confident. It's safe yep. for us to be quaking in fear and it's safe for us to be brave. And I think to know that we can do that and acknowledge and hear it and know where the source of it really does help. So, Stacey, is there any final words you'd like to share with our viewers today? Um, I think let's have a look at any time where anyone's feeling fear and look at it and think, oh, what if I did it anyway? You know, so, so just, just do a bit of a bit of a, a check and do a bit of a fantasy and go, what, what might happen if I did it anyway? I know I'm scared because it's new, but what might happen? So um, that's something I live by and, yeah, it's, it's served me pretty well to this point. So highly recommend it. <laughs> great. Well, thank you for watching. And I love this. I love this conversation. We could have this conversation forever, I think. We could just ca- carry on. Thanks, Stacey. And uh, what are you doing with, do with the rest of your day? Oh, I've got to catch up with Emma Beaton um, oh. at 1 o'clock. 
yeah, who's, who's another lady of welder. And, um, yeah, she reached out to me a few weeks ago and goes, would you like to do some brainstorming? And I'm like, yes, because I want to get into some community engagement, which she is such a professional in. So I'm like, yay. So going with the flow. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Bye. Bye. Hey, can you do me a favour? I've got three things I'd love you to do. Number one, pause and hit subscribe right now. Then number two, share it with someone you know that needs to hear this. And number three, go and write me a review. Yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to go find what to do, but it's really worth it to get the message out. And then finally, set a goal to go for a daily walk and listen to this podcast. Because the faster we can share this message, the greater the benefits. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow.